0: I'm an old, broken-down piece of meat, and
1: I'm alone. You stupid fucking mouth! Take a stand! B-b- bitches, <laughs> leave! Enough! Take stand! Bitches, leave! Enough! Take a stand together.
0: They, they, they just leave to wow! Hey, thanks, Zachary, and hey, team! Welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the
1: movies. How you doing, Hoops?
0: I'm good, Vin. Glad you're here yeah. to celebrate our International Men's Day spectacular.
1: That's why I'm here. Yeah. If it makes a lot of noise over here, just know that it's my big unnecessary cross banging into the microphone.
0: Wouldn't have it any other way, friend. Or not friend, family. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, you better correct yourself. You and I are like brothers. You're like my new Pablo.
0: (laughs) Ooh. I'm glad you remembered uh, Paul Walker's name. How could I not? But, uh, yeah, for International Men's Day, we thought we'd do the Sports Corner for the entire episode.
1: I think (laughs) that's a good idea, but... (laughs) I guess I have to take my dick out. <laughs> Fire up the music. Get him out. I don't know how long I was going to hang in there as Vin, but it was starting mm. to get exhausting. <laughs> Just like, yeah, it's it's, it's Vin. Uh, do you want to top off, come off the top with the sports corner? I got a couple good ones. Yeah, hit me. All right, let me get the sports. I, I keep like I have the playlist in a certain order, mm. and then I move a song, and then it like drops all the way to the bottom. And this is just, like, technical stuff that Playlist. no one needs to hear Maybe
0: about. one might even call it your playbook, sports corner-wise.
1: All right, men.
0: I'm just trying to make sense of this in any way I can. Get out your dicks and your playbooks. Okay,
1: my dick's out.
0: Playbook's here.
1: All right, men. This week, a former New York Jets running back is accused of violently attacking his ex-girlfriend in front of their five-month-old son at the woman's Florida home on Saturday. I didn't write his name down, but he is a big gentleman and he pulls her off the couch, hits her in the face, throws her to the ground, and then the TV falls on top of her head all in front of their son. So put your dick away and don't do that to your wife and uh, enjoy the sports corner and be back here next week for more sports, more action. And happy International Men's Day, men. Mm. Wow. What a corner.
0: I'm glad uh, you got the important part of the story. I don't know his name, but somebody beat up his wife, and he may be uh, a baller.
1: Yep. I tried to make it um, as ambiguous as possible as Mm. news stories should be. Ooh, Very cool. Well, technically, it's not me. It's the sports corner guy. I don't know who that is, but it's not me.
0: You're going like beyond my being takeless bit and just mm. being
1: storyless. Just it's just like <laughs> some man on earth did something he shouldn't have done and then that's it. That's the story. And
0: then I have no take on it. And here we are. All right, good. This is a show.
1: Are you having a lot? And uh do you have any birthdays you want to hear this? I have like almost too many birthdays and I feel like that sports corner music was a little low. Sammy may need to bump it up for us But the birthday music, I'm gonna come in a little hotter What a celebration Who's partying together this week? Like everybody, truly Uh, Pete Davidson is 28 oh fuck yeah dude I'm fucking
0: dating Kim Kardashian that's,
1: yeah it's it's own story in itself yeah. uh, Travis Barker is 47 which is funny he's also dating a oh, Kardashian fuck yeah.
0: like, we're probably having like a joint birthday party at I believe they did some Tim Burton haunted house nightmare place it's
1: <laughs> fucking cool Martin Scorsese is 79 I want to get to the threat of being 79 uh, Yes. Uh, Danny DeVito is 77 incredible RuPaul is 60, and she looks terrific. I would have sex with her. Uh, Rachel McAdams is 42. I would have sex with her. Owen Wilson (laughs) is much less funny, but I can see why you would. Owen Wilson's 52. uh, And Mike Epps is 50. 50. And friend of the show Brian Laundrie would have been 23 today, or yesterday. So happy birthday uh, in heaven, Brian. Uh, you were a hero. And the crew. Uh, there's sad news uh, rapper Young Dolph, mm. who was uh, actually going to become a guest on the show. Yeah, he was, was... the son of
0: uh, Dolph Lundgren, if I yes. remember correctly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. He was uh, going to be on the show next week. And that's so that's sad. He was gunned down uh, outside of like a convenience store, I guess, or a restaurant of some sort, like a bodega, as they call it, mm. uh, in Tennessee, I
0: believe. Word.
1: And he also, I guess, they set up a memorial for him. And some of his fans came by to pay respects. And they were also shot. Oh, really? So another person got blown away That's yesterday a day after the shooting
0: getting like beef shrapnel i guess it's funny i was just wondering the other day like do rappers still beef i hadn't heard about a beef in years
1: they don't really you know the funny part is, is you don't hear about the beefs as much they do like versus battles on i think it's one of the, I'll say BET and someone will say that's racist, but <laughs> one of the networks does like versus battles and they'll come on and it'll be like Jada Kiss versus Jeezy or something. That wasn't the right matchup. It was somebody else, but anyway, and they'll rap against each other like freestyle and that's mm. pretty cool, but that's not really a beef beef.
0: Yeah, that's like a PG. Right. We're, we're talking about beef. like
1: rated R, like 2002 beef, like 50 cent jaw Rule, like actually shitting on each other. And as far as that goes, you hear a little bit less about it, but there's just as much people in hip-hop shooting each other. There's yeah. no shortage of that.
0: That's a real beef. Yes. has got gunned down for crying out loud. I bet he had some cuts.
1: Should we so scan? It, you want to scan for one of them? Hmm. That's fine. Let's just imagine it. I bet they're all like... <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. That mumble rap seems to be like the newest thing. I guarantee whatever songs he has are going to become very popular. Eh. This is Young Dolph, uh, One Scale, featuring G Herbo. R.I.P. Young King. Let's cut it off here and just
0: assume it's fire. Oh, word. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: This sounds like a song. On Earth. Sounds right. On Earth. Can you imagine like unironically just championing, championing this type of music? Like, oh, yeah, this is uh, the new Young Dolph. It's great. Turning what do you up, like about it?
0: Turning up in my system in my car.
1: It doesn't sound like anything. Brumbly. You know, speaking while we're in the music corner, mm. we had an, and the music death corner. This, is. this one's painful. This was a tough one. <sighs> As you know, I'm a big, big, big Daughtry fan. Uh, aren't we all? I mean, Cod definitely is. Yeah. One of the biggest. And I guess last weekend, Daughtry's daughter was killed in her home. Oh, she was found dead. Interesting. She was 25. So Daughtry's daughter is no longer with us. Mm. We're very sad. So let's do a minute of uh, a moment of just Daughtry silence, like yes. a, the rest of the song. A good three minutes, three seconds. Just Daughtry.
0: What a poignant tribute this is. It just wouldn't be enough if uh, Hank wasn't celebrating the death of somebody that nobody has
1: ever heard of <laughs> for the fans. It's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> I believe his step da, 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 his stepdaughter da, da, da. also had some legal trouble this w- last few weeks Ooh. where she like didn't appear in court or something. I was Googling Daughtry and all this silly shit was coming up. I You're was just hopping
0: it. on to the Daughtry pain wagon. <laughs> like, oh,
1: guys, you having a tough run? My goodness. That's schadenfreude for strangers that I've never met for no reason. (laughs) Classic. All kinds of bad news. Yeah, she was 25. She's dead.
0: Yeah. The Speaking of people who are now dead, that Kyle Rittenhouse (laughs) uh, verdict just came down the pipeline. I don't know if Hank's here tonight. I assume he's got like...
1: I think Hank actually is... He's been down in the basement drinking coffee for the past four hours. Oh uh, just getting ready to do his take about Buck. Kyle Rittenhouse.: and I think you might have just woken him up a little bit.
0: I, I stirred him. Oh I wasn't
1: going to do it, but I mean, hey, somebody had to.:
0: You're not. Hank is. yeah. But that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse got uh, acquitted. Acqui- that's, yeah, uh, I was trying to remember if he was not guilty or acquitted of uh, killing people. In reality, on Earth.
1: Fuck, he's here. Now, how you doing, Hoops? I haven't seen you in a few weeks. I'm pretty good, Hank. It's uh, nice to see you. I thought you were going to come by the ranch last weekend. I had a couple of prostitutes with your name written on it. Oh, shit. On them, I should say. They are people. Hank,
0: sounds very cool.
1: Anyway, uh, I stopped by to honor... Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse oh. American patriot and hero mm. Had a feeling you might have Anyone tr- who is triggered by my stance Can come by the ranch And I will shoot you in the face You'll Because tr- you are in Antifa You'll trigger them right back Is what you're saying Ideally back <laughs> over the wall That I do believe we should finish building <laughs> Hank's still on the wall
0: What a classic Hank is
1: Stop the steal.
0: Hank, you think it's uh, okay to murder
1: people as long as you're scared? I think that if you have an AR-15, mm. you should be able to have not only an AR-15, but an AR-15 with a extended magazine to take out as many Antifa protesters as you are humanly capable of taking out. Wow. The fact that he only killed two people and shot one man in the bicep is actually a shame. If he had only some sort of anti-tank gun where he could have killed the entire crowd of those mongrels, wow. I feel that he would be in a better position. Hank. And I think Hank. H- Kyle is welcome on my ranch at any time. I, I will I will load him up with uh, liquor and we'll oh, go no. back to my, my bedroom and just a couple of friends and see what happens. Okay. Took a turn. It's-
0: give him a very
1: very erotic massage okay there's the full turn (laughs) where am i going with this good where's hank going with this like hank and kyle rittenhouse having gay sex it doesn't even make sense i have a feeling like that's where it was headed yeah yeah (laughs) like that's what's up like that's the guy that hank is underneath he's just like the father from american beauty
0: it's tough for me to talk to Hank being takeless and all. That's why I haven't been to the ranch in a while. Understood. I, just, I don't know what to say to the. Yeah, man. Hank is
1: all takes. Yeah. So being takeless around a guy like that is probably exhausting. Yeah. Understood.
0: But yeah, Hank just fucked off. We'll see you next week potentially. Have a good Hank.
1: What do you actually think about Rittenhouse? Let's hear that
0: real take. I mean, I don't know enough about it to even.
1: He's, the last thing I want to like do a, is talk about like my actual opinions on anything ever right now beyond yeah, like,
0: movies. He seems like a shitty idiot, and he killed people, so mm-hmm. it seems odd that he got off. But in lighter news, do you see that they're making uh, Netflix is making a new workplace comedy series based on the last blockbuster video, which is located in Oregon,
1: I believe. Netflix is making it.
0: Yes. Isn't that ironic? I was
1: going to say, that sucks. Yeah, it's... (laughs) The
0: final nail in the coffin of the whole... Pretty much. But I mean, I should be writing and directing and starring in this series. We should, too. You have one day of blockbuster experience.
1: Not even a full day. It was like two hours. I worked there for
0: way too many years and have an outrageous amount of video store stories
1: i used to visit you there frequently cheers and so i guess that would make me qualified to be a producer of some sort at least yeah that
0: guy jeff who shit his pants that's an episode that's mm-hmm. that's maybe a two episode
1: to be continued That mcgurdy with his cape house and
0: yeah um yeah everyone i worked with and all the customers who came in were complete cartoon listen characters. buddy i
1: gotta go yeah Brian is this mm-hmm. is Brian fan service right here. Hey kid.
0: But yeah, the A True uh, Rogues Gallery. And Randall Park's gonna be in this show, who's that guy from
1: The Asian guy from uh yeah. Everything.
0: Yeah, he does get a lot of work. That uh Always Be My Maybe. That movie with Ali Wong and him. Right. One of the rare, enjoyable Netflix original comedies.
1: I wanted to hate that and I didn't. Yeah, I went into good. that like this is gonna stink. I can't wait to skewer it. Mm. And then I liked it he because liked of all it. the flying and the magic. He
0: likes it. Yeah, that was good. But I'm sure it'll be a while before this comes out. They just announced mm. it. But
1: you said Aaron Sorkin is talking about potentially doing a social network sequel <sighs> based on the fact that Facebook is now the metaverse and there's all the going ons with the election and all that.
0: Yeah. That worries me because he directs his own stuff now and he's a terrible Terrible. director.
1: (laughs) What was that courtroom drama that he did that got like several Oscar nominations for no reason on uh, earth?
0: Like the Something Seven, the
1: Chicago Seven. The Magnificent Seven? Seven, Mm -hmm. Chicago Seven. Magnificent Seven is that Western. Indeed. Chicago Seven was so bad. And people were talking about like, oh, it was a revelation because like Sasha Baron Cohen pretended he was Abby Hoffman. Just ugh.
0: Yeah, and he has that new movie Bullock. where Nicole Kidman plays Lucy from *I Love Lucy*. Can't remember her last name. Wasn't
1: that like rot with controversy based on the casting not being uh, a Latin woman? I don't think so. Was Lucy Latin I, I read a uh, yeah. Well, Ricky Ricardo was.
0: Yeah, well, he that he's played by uh, Javier Bardem. So okay. I think that's. I think they nailed that.
1: I remember like Nicole Kidman, I saw some headline where she was talking about how she got shit for being cast in this. Maybe because she's not American. I don't fucking know.
0: How dare you?
1: I honestly have no clue. But I have never watched that show. And it's one of those things that when older baby boomer types find out that my girlfriend's name is Lucy, Mm. that's their first go-to bit. Of saying, oh, I love Lucy. Or like, Lucy, you got some splinting to do. And they think it's original.
0: Yeah, like, you ever heard this? And I just go... They're <sighs> just like, yes. I have. <coughs> I have heard this. Yeah, I've seen a handful of episodes over the years of I Love Lucy. Is it, it anything? It's fun for an old show like that. I get why oh, people still talk about it. But yeah, people say the movie that Aaron Sorkin made with them is like dog shit. And... I think that comes out in the next couple of weeks. We'll watch it and talk about it here on the program. I
1: famously don't love anything he does. His directing, I mean, I've just seen the Magnificent Seven and I hated it, but his writing. He's like, a good yeah, writer. I know, but like the, the way he writes dialogue I've frustrates me.
0: A lot of the characters in his movies, it sounds like the same person talking to the same person. Yes. Just like six Aaron Sorkins, just like cutting it
1: up. Like the the show, the newsroom that everyone, honestly, like Morning Show is what the newsroom thought it was. A word? In my opinion, Morning Show is very good and it's very smart and punchy and topical and interesting. Sure. As much as I discuss this with my brother actually, that they're going down like the COVID road of like writing that into the storyline, which sort of sucks. Right, but it's, I mean, the show was supposed to take place at a certain time. Anyway, mm. that being said, I never loved, like, the first episode of The Newsroom, like, the like Jeff uh, Daniels' monologue was really good. Mm. But beyond that, the show itself sort of lost me from
0: there. Remember what a bad on-screen cigarette smoker he was on that show? He
1: might be the worst in the business. <laughs>
0: they had a whole thing about him, like, sitting at his desk, having a C.A. in every episode, and it's just like, he, he doesn't look cool with his... With a cigarette. Some he looks people like, can't pull it off.
1: He looks like he has never seen a cigarette before. Yeah. And somebody just lit it and handed it to him. Indeed.
0: And I don't know if you saw this, but Greta Gerwig will write Disney's live action remake of Snow White, which is set to star Rachel Ziegler and Gal Gadot.
1: Who's Rachel Ziegler again?
0: I don't know. Probably some like new TikTok babe or something. Yeah.
1: Somebody write in of who that is. Mm. Hi, Coco. Thanks, Kat. Sauntering. Yeah, she has great timing. Just bump that tail right into the microphone. Just put her on the ground. You can just move her. Coco. Um, Did you see the news about this singer, Sofia Yorista? Yeah. She's in that band Brass Attack. She brought a fan up on stage, and he laid down underneath her, and she pissed all over his face.
0: <laughs> oh yes, uh, I saw. Did you, you see the? I sh- sent you the video, video, right? Yeah.
1: It's the most interesting thing I've seen all week. Actually, beyond Daughtry's daughter getting killed, oh, um, big week. Google Sophia Yorista <laughs> urinating, and mm. I imagine it'll come up.
0: It was a alarming amount of piss.
1: Big piss. Yeah, like a big steamy iced tea piss. Mm. like she just had like a big glass of unsweetened iced tea and then just i gotta sque- go to the men's i just had two iced teas <laughs> exactly that that like you hear that stream at the back of the bowl mm. like that kind of piss like the like you just found the bathroom after being stuck in traffic kind of piss yeah, and she a- and the dude is loving it he's got his mouth open what a performer mm. she had to issue some sort of an apology which i love when people have to apologize for fucking humiliating stuff like that
0: I'm sorry, I really had to go. I couldn't
1: hold it. I don't, we'll honestly don't stage. know what she was thinking. Yeah. Did she think that would be funny. <laughs> she was right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it was very funny. Mm. So, weird music week.
0: And just before I forget the Greta Gerwig writing Snow White-wise, I don't like her getting like caught up in the the Disney machine, as they say. Because she's making that Barbie movie, which could be good, but who knows. But... Her, like, you know, them like poaching another actual filmmaker.
1: I didn't realize was, Barbie was Disney.
0: I assume it is, or, you know, it's like a big franchise. Thing. Right. Because, like, she's one of the few people who can get her own movies made because her first two movies were big hits Lady Bird and uh, Little Women. Mm. And, I, you know, it's just sad to see. It's like, make, you can make your own original good stuff. Don't fucking write a Snow White Can you imagine reboot. that check,
1: though? Yeah, like, exactly. They, it's they, just, it's, if they threw it in your face, you're like, ah, yeah. It's like, oh, I could write Snow White. That's
0: This will be fun.
1: Did you hear what George Clooney said about the whole Alec Baldwin incident?
0: I, I have a clip. Hit me. The life of me, this low-budget film with producers who haven't produced anything w- wouldn't
1: have hired for the armor someone with experience. With that many guns. With that many guns. And maybe they weren't even using that gun to do target practice. It was this on WTF? ammo with dummies with the in their pack. And that is insane. It's insane. Yeah. It's infuriating. And why for the life of me, this low-budget
0: film with producers
1: who no, haven't produced anything. And why? Seamlessly starting over. The- all right,
0: all right. Seems to make a fair point. Right? Like we said, it is wild that a prop gun is even capable of shooting a real bullet. Shouldn't be a thing.
1: I don't understand how any of that happened, mm. and it's funny. Like, I can. I wish I should listen to the whole interview. Like Mark Marin getting Clooney to get into that. Like, so what? Yeah. What do you think about this whole like on the set of Rust? Who are your guys who have murdered people accidentally? <laughs> Let's get into
0: it. You're Mount Rushmore. You are
1: I your ass out when I see you. Do you understand me? terrific. I've had quite a life. <laughs> Glad to hear that. This is. The baby is in the news again. Oh shit. He I guess threw his girlfriend out of his house. They had a big argument. a word. Danny Lee or something. I guess she's also a hip hop musician and they had some sort of an argument. She started recording him with her phone. And he threw her out of his house and then called the police on her, and she got arrested and got assault charges. And I guess she was just like, I'm the mother of your child. And like the baby was there. And like it's just, I'm it's the boss baby. <laughs> I'm in charge here. The adult. He's in. It's just been a mess of a week for everybody. Oh, yeah. I feel that like I had a decent week myself, but like a lot of the people that I interacted with were like really snarky. And I'm wondering, like, is something going down? Have you felt that a little bit? Like people are just a little more on edge, a little more angry and rude?
0: I have. And I think it has something to do with the fact that the other day, uh, Range Rover hired Wyclef Jean to play a corporate (laughs) event, and he accidentally dropped the CEO on his head. And I think that just, like, fucked everybody up. You
1: think everybody's thrown off based on that entirely? Yes. Interesting. (laughs) Hey, everybody, it's me, Wyclef. I'm here on enough the podcast oh, wow. to apologize for hurting that guy.
0: One of the Fujis here yeah. in the chill zone.
1: Yeah, what up, Hoops? Fuck. But this voice just kind of sounds like Hank and Caruso combined. Yeah. I don't even really know how to do a Wyclef voice.
0: Clearly. <laughs> but yeah, the just an incredible he- headline at this Range Rover event. Wyclef Jean's dropping the CEO in the middle of hopefully a silly song like this.
1: It's awesome because clearly he like climbed up on him like in a piggyback fashion Mm. and then like scurried, like scooted his way up on his shoulders. Yeah, and then Wyclef's legs must have gotten tired because this in the video he like gets he like tries to squat and let the guy get off of him, but the guy's old, so Wyclef basically just like squats and then like realizes he has shitty legs and like halfway through he can't finish the squat and just kind of falls forward and the dude just kind of like endos off his head uh. like like flying off a bicycle and he like landed kind of on his neck and face <laughs> and that. Made me cackle. And it's like, well, what's he going to do? Sue him? Like, he got on his shoulders. but <laughs> Such a silly happening. <laughs> bunch of So guns. embarrassing. Like, dancing around drunk at a party. And, like, that's what happens. Mm. I've been there.
0: You a big Fuji's guy?
1: I am not, actually. Lauren Hill said she thinks... Uh, I think she said she'd rather... Go to prison, then let her children, or let white women buy her record or something. There's some sort of a Lauren Hill notoriously hates white people. <laughs> That's reasonable. So, I mean, on the, that stance, I get a kick out of it, but yeah. I, their music is trash.
0: They Someone out there's like, oh, come
1: on, man. Like, where are you not? Here I come. Okay. okay. Bye. I get it. Like, I recognize that Lauren Hill was a visionary and, like, mattered in music, Ooh. but, like, Kay. He's over it. I kind of hate music, though. <laughs> Music as a whole, like I'm just out. It's stupid.
0: Music as a whole is stupid.
1: That's fair. I listen to most of the music that I like is a bit. Like I I listen to stuff like that I think is funny.
0: Kid loves his bits. (laughs) Clearly, with a cut like that, like this. Oh my god! Speaking of the fucked up rock, the what was that thing I saw the other day? Oh, yeah, I saw a headline. If greenlit, Red Notice 2 and 3 would be filmed back-to-back. Oh. Isn't that just the fucking saddest thing you've ever heard in your entire life? Red Notice, for people who might not remember, even though we covered it last week on the program, because it's a fake movie that doesn't exist. It has no shelf life whatsoever. Uh, It's the Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot flick. They're already talking about making... Two sequels to it, filming them back to back.
1: You know what though? Like Uh can you imagine us sitting here for like episode two hundred and two, like Red Notice Three, or whatever, it'd be like episode two hundred and forty eight, if timing is probably on the table. Like red yeah, Red Notice Three is our featured review tonight. Green Notice. (laughs) Us just going through the motions. Like I'm sick over it already.
0: Blue Notice. It's yeah. about patience. It's we'll, about dog shit. It's we'll about just making change, we'll the, just change the colors.
1: <laughs> Do you think the rock is going to keep getting bigger and bigger, like both status wise and the size of his body? Or like, is some, like something's got to give. Nobody just like...
0: Yeah, I hope he just keeps getting larger until he blows up like the creature and slither. Mm. Oh shit, brother. I think I'm about to burst.
1: His muscles just explode.
0: (laughs) Oh, goddamn. There I go. How am I going to film Jumanji 3?
1: Is that happening, too?
0: I can only imagine. He just gets
1: everything, huh? Yeah. He's almost as successful as uh, Sean Kingston. Oh. Who was in the news this week for pulling a gun on a music video director and assaulting him with it. Oh, word? Which is like he hasn't been in the news really since he hurt himself on a jet ski. And now he's pulling guns on people. Do you think he hides the gun under his tummy?
0: Does, is he a fat guy? I he's a even, big fat guy, yeah. I can't even remember. Google him. It's him. worth
1: looking at his big fat fucking face. Google him. Pull I'll, that up, Jamie. I'll him. Yeah, he's a big so. And I imagine he, if he had a gun, it was tucked under his gut. Mm, Do you fair. think he has to worry about the gut pushing into the trigger? Or like the hammer of the gun, people who know things about guns are like, we already heard you doing the bullshit about the AR-15 in the magazine as Hank, like, you don't know guns, stop mentioning gun parts. Hmm. Um, I don't know if we have any gun listeners. I guess Rian knows guns.
0: I imagine all of our listeners are gun nuts. I've
1: like often entertained the idea of becoming a gun nut pew, 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 for the bit and like also because it seems kind of interesting, but I just would I'd definitely kill myself. If I just had that kind of access, if it was that simple, mm. just go right downstairs. What, what is this? Unsafe. Is this a cry for help? <laughs> Inappropriate. If Justin, my therapist, if you're listening, that was a joke.
0: He's doing a goof. I'm doing mm. a bit.
1: <clears throat> for legal reasons, that was a bit.
0: He's doing one of those dark comedy bits, folks. Speaking of dark comedy, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint, and I guess all the other cast members... Are reuniting for a Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts.
1: Better, better, better.
0: A new HBO Max retrospective that will air on New Year's Day.
1: Is and it like a documentary?
0: It's gonna be like the Friends thing where it's them getting together and like probably getting interviewed by a James fucked up Corden and just kind of talking about Harry Potter stuff. For turkey heads who aren't aware, uh, Ankh is a harry potter
1: guy i kind of am to be honest i actually Sorry to i out like you no it's okay i i like the harry potter movies i think they're fun mm. and i like them because of all the flying and the magic actually makes total quite sense. literally yeah. and i don't know i you know what it is i had an ex-girlfriend who made me watch the first one hi and i was like this is dumb I don't want to watch this. And then I watched it and I was like, this is magical. <laughs> and I was like entranced or whatever, like transfixed on it. And I love I, the
0: idea of you like, <laughs> like sitting down and be like, it's fucking gay. Like, I'm fucking like <laughs> magic or any of this shit. And you're just taking the turn
1: like, oh, wow, Harry, look at this journey he's going on. Me by like, what is there, five of them? There is eight. Uh, okay, there's Maybe eight. nine? Jesus Christ. There might even yeah. be nine, you're right. Me with that last one, like Voldemort, like, no, don't do it, Harry. Like, <laughs> get the get the quidditch. <laughs> he, has, he has no nose. He's scary. I'm never going to be like a Harry Potter adult. And if you're a Harry Potter adult, you're the same as a Disney adult. Oh, what and the you, fuck,
0: dude? You're fucking calling me out.
1: And you know who you are. I'm never going to be that guy. But I've definitely watched all of the movies at least once, and I enjoyed them.
0: Yeah. I watch lamer stuff. I just never got into the Potters. I've only seen like two of them and I thought they were very
1: unmemorable. The first two, it gets better as it goes, in my opinion. I don't know. Like, it's like they got a bigger budget, better technology, better CGI.
0: I think I saw like one of the middle ones and then one of the end ones.
1: Okay. The last one was my favorite.
0: I know it boils down to like, there's eight or nine movies and it ends with like them just like zapping each other with their wands. Pretty much. One's got like a, blue lightning the other one's got red lightning because that's how everything works
1: call me red lightning guess
0: what i will because that's fucking dope <clears throat> but um dear ember hansen came, <laughs> came out on video on demand today nice 1999 rental is that gonna be our feature review
1: um yeah i don't see why not yeah what's that about again like a retarded guy who gets into boxing and then like he ends up <laughs> In, like, this underground boxing ring specifically for retarded guys, and uh, breaks both of his hands. And then he has Mm -hmm. to go to, like, this special (laughs) robotics lab where they build him these, like, special, almost like Captain America hands. And Mm -hmm. then he uses those hands to uh, actually open up the first, um, like, retarded people-owned Floral Shop. Wow. And then he's uh, making flowers for funerals, okay. specifically. Just funerals. Sounds like a beautiful
0: three-act
1: motion picture right yeah. there. Starring and Shia LaBeouf? Yes.
0: That's Dear Evan Hansen. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh...
1: No, that's the fucking... Can't say retard anymore. Sorry, guys. I don't know. How dare you. Fucked up again. Just bleep it all for the fans.
0: Uh, Sylvester Stallone reveals. Speaking of um, retarded boxers, I was gonna I was hey, trying to do a Rocky bit somewhere in there, but then I forgot.
1: This is like I'm trying to differentiate <laughs> from the Vin voice. Hey,
0: he has revealed he's returning for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, playing his like space sidecar character. I forgot he was even in the second one, but I guess him <laughs> and James Gunn are. Uh, Get along well. <clears throat> he played. He voiced the shark in the Suicide Squad. Right oh so.
1: right. You know you said Suicide Squad, and I. Well, you said Guardians of the Galaxy. That threw me because he's not in the first one. Hmm. So he's coming into Guardians of the Galaxy as the sh- Suicide Squad shark. No, he's just a different character. Yeah, he's just like okay, okay, James okay. He's Sorry, just sneaking into everything. It's cool. Such a waste <clears throat> of a budget on paying for Sylvester Stallone to do the shark's voice. Hey, you, they just wanted his name. Yeah. I get it.
0: And Expendables 4, still <laughs> shooting. Safe. For some reason. I will watch that. Nah, we'll, we'll be in. I saw that, did you rent that movie Multiverse the other day?
1: I did not. Did it pop up in the rentals? I th- you sound like a picture of it or something. Ah, okay. Or something. The Bruce Willis one? Hey. The two mil special?
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: You know, Bruce, I know that you're expensive, but I, I, didn't, did realize I, I didn't realize you were Multiverse level. Yeah,
0: I want to put multiverses in the opids. I've had it. Even I've complained about this before, like when they announced the new Spider-Man movie, but now it's about to come out, and they're just like, check it out. Like We cracked the universe open, and now all the characters from the old movies are back because we couldn't think of any new ideas. And here's just like a big pile of multiverse shit.
1: Is that what they're doing? Yes. Is that why like, there's all these photos of like them together? Yes. I don't like it. I know, it's stupid. and they I don't did think this. I've ever seen any of the Spider-Man movies. Not even Candidate the Tobey Maguire ones? I don't think so. I think the, I lie no. and tell people that my favorite ones are Andrew Garfield, but I truly <laughs> don't believe I've I've, been, I've... I've never finished a Spider-Man
0: movie. <laughs> that does sound like you. like
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah to, Andrew Garfield's the best one. And everyone's like, what? And then I just changed the subject because I've never seen any of them.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Sam Raimi ones are great. Or the third one's kind of rough. One re- and two.
1: I don't really like heroes, man. Like, I, I honestly do believe that, like, over like, I have the Scorsese stance on the fact that Marvel movies fucked up the entire industry. Yeah. They just, like, they take good actors and they hold them hostage for a decade. It's so funny. Until they have nothing left.
0: They really do. And it's fucked up. And they, like, writers and directors, they fucking yeah. stranglehold, like, the only talented people in the industry. But did you see that uh, Ridley Scott? They also asked him, like, what do you think of superhero movies? And he was like, I think they fucking suck. And they're all (laughs) the same. And they. I love that they're just asking every old director, like, what do you think of superhero movies? And they're all like, bull, like garbage. I hate them.
1: They're not fun for me. Venom is cool. I like Venom because it's like almost like a counterculture thing. I don't put Batman in the category. I don't. I love Batman. I feel like he, for whatever reason, Batman. Goes around what I just said in the sense. And this is like I sound dumb saying that. Like, well, you know what I just said is not true. No, I've fine. always I'm liked Batman, Batman. He's your, but guy. like he's one of your guys. I guess I was. I guess I'm coming at Marvel movies aside yeah. from Venom, and even like the more I, the more distance I put between myself and Venom, too, the less I'm loving it.
0: And I think when people, when some people complain about superhero movies, they're kind of talking about Marvel movies because yeah. those are the majority of them, and. They're the biggest ones. A lot of the DC ones kind of like bomb, so it's like they're fine. <laughs> they're well, not- like
1: Justice League, the, the Snyder Cut was cool. Mm. But I gotta be honest, I mostly thought it was cool because like I love Affleck. It was in black and white, or like a, you know that like cool color to it, and like there was the hype around it. Of like I got caught up in that. I got caught up in. I the- thought it was
0: legit dope. I was
1: in on it. Yeah.
0: A lot of them are very samey. That one, it had the stuff. It was made by a real auteur.
1: But like I tried to get exactly. into like the Avengers movies. Yeah. I saw the first one in the theaters and I hadn't seen any of the others, so I watched one or two of them. I think I tried to watch Captain America.
0: They're all kind of samey, except right. for a couple standout, like James Gunwise, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, they like look different than the other yeah. ones and have their own kind of vibe. But they famously do a lot of like pre viz storyboarding for those movies.
1: What is that? Pre vis like pre visual. Yeah, they
0: basically okay. like know what every shot of the movie is gonna be potentially before they even hire a director, and then it's just no a way. matter of like going through the motions. That's what they say about these movies. I don't really know for sure. But that's
1: almost like they. I don't know. I can't think of a good analogy, but that's wild.
0: Yeah, that's and when you see some of these <laughs> movies, you imagine that stuff like that's going on where they're just like creating shots. Like what's this movie going to be about? We don't know. We'll figure it out at some point.
1: I, well, I saw a meme the other day that was just a picture of a green screen, like literally just a green block. And it said yeah. what Marvel fans be like, this shot is amazing. Yeah. I and it's like, too. no, that's those cool. aren't shots. Yeah. That isn't anything. It's just like Chris Evans standing in front of a sheet. Yeah. Like, Ooh,
0: my word.
1: And I'm sick of it like making like hundreds of trillions of dollars. And then there's like independent filmmakers are just getting killed.
0: Yeah. Eternals, which I talked about last week on the program, thought it was horrible. And that's the latest one. it's not doing as well as Marvel movies normally do, but it's not doing great. So maybe this is like the beginning of the end and we'll start to get some different movies.
1: To me, Marvel movies are like the banking and like mortgage and loan industry in the early two thousands mm. where they're just like seemingly too big to fail for yeah. lack of a better term. Yeah, hey, that's Coco, why you can't come up here. I feel like Stop. that's what
0: happened with Eternals. Yeah. Like everyone's basically like, Yeah, this sucks, but everyone just saw it anyways. Right. It's like, well, I gotta gotta see those post credit sequences, find out where Thanos is fucking hanging out or something. I
1: believe the uh the Avengers movies are the subprime mortgage of the film industry. Ooh. Is my analogy. I can dig that. Like, I'm just, I'm sick of it all. <clears throat> Get the fuck out of here. If, like, <clears throat> Jake Gyllenhaal gets sucked into a superhero movie, I'm going to hang myself. Like, yeah. imagine if, like, Ryan Gosling becomes, like, like the wolf. he's doing the Wolfman, right? Yeah. Just pick her up and move her. That asshole. Okay. Sorry, dear. Folks, my cats suck tonight. Love them. But Jesus Christ. Like... The Wolfman movie is Lee Wannell or was Lee Wannell and they mm. moved it to somebody else. Yeah, Derek
0: C. in France is doing
1: that. Which is like could be cool. Is it a one off kind of thing like the Invisible Man where it's not like a superhero? It's kind of just like a thriller and yeah, or are they tying it into like
0: they'll probably have to like universe it up. <sighs> throw, throw it into a multiverse.
1: Is the Wolfman character like an old school character or is that like
0: Yeah, he's one of like the classic universal monsters. He's like not that. a Marvel property. No. Okay. That's so. like their big. They got Frankenstein, Wolfman, The Invisible Man, and maybe like Swamp Thing, or some sort of lesser sidecar like that.
1: To me, that <laughs> seems like they're just building another Marvel, like a, like something yeah, else. That's part what they're trying. My point being that if Ryan Gosling gets sucked into that character and does like seven of those movies instead of other stuff that I enjoy, mm. it's gonna fucking bum me out. Agreed. So I don't know. Enough about my rants with that I just come like man. hero movies fucking kill me yeah and
0: I want them to keep asking like every old director what they think of superhero movies agreed yeah I love that they get to Woody Allen he's like I think that terrific I, <laughs> I want to direct Venom 3 I think that would be fantastic I was
1: trying to come up with like a pedophile Venom joke and I'm just like nope like there's nothing there <laughs> What if like Venom is like shooting out condoms at a at a playground or something You'll get there. Yeah, there's nothing. I, there's, I'm going to workshop that a little bit and come back next week with something. Hey, remember yeah. last week when we were talking about Booty <laughs> Allen? I solved it, folks.
0: But, uh.
1: Well, the Jerk Store called.
0: Speaking of Scorsese, all these old directors, he announced his latest project after he finishes that so De Niro and <laughs> Sorry. The DiCaprio movie. Oh, that I can't remember the name of it. He's going to direct Jonah Hill in a Jerry Garcia biopic.
1: Oh, word!
0: Or it says Grateful Dead pick Oh, yeah. For Apple. Listen to this, this yeah. chill ice cream enjoyer. The, uh, I mean, this is huge. A think- new Scorsese movie about jo- Jerry Garcia?
1: Imagine Jonah Hill's for good fortune of like having yeah. the foresight to be like, you know what? I'm going to take this titular role in uh, Wolf of Wall Street for like just back end and like the lowest $60,000 salary imaginable, but it's going to build the relationship with Marty that'll catapult Marty into...
0: Who wouldn't do any role in a Scorsese? Well, right, but like he was not at a low
1: point in his career. Like he had just done Moneyball, right? Was Moneyball pre or post?
0: No, yeah, that was his first like serious general thing i think so
1: anyway my i don't know he just jonah is one of those guys that i've like really like i'm getting sappy about it but like i've loved watching his career blossom and i remember when we saw mid-90s in the theater and to me it was just like we were really mid-90s is a movie that i was super excited about you were super excited about Mm. we saw it in the theaters and it was actually good Mm. and that's just a great feeling When it's somebody that you like, something that you look forward to and you have a good theater experience, like in a good theater without a bunch of schmucks around you and it's a good flick. Mm. Like those are the experiences I live for. That's the stuff, baby. And I don't know, watching Jonah's rise to stardom like beyond, you know, like he's like on the cover of GQ now is like what people call a fashion icon. Yeah. Just because he's great.
0: I love him evolving into like a weird like crispy beach guy who's always wearing like a boat outfit. And yeah. Yeah. He's like his beach bum character.
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm in on him. Beach bum is another underrated flick. He's one of the few. Hey. Actually, I like, there's a good amount of comedy guys who did the drama thing. Well, but I think he's like one of the best. He still crushes it in both arenas.
1: I wouldn't hate seeing him in another, like, goofball, like, gross out comedy. Mm. Not, like, behind the director's chair, behind the camera, rather. Kid, he should make a sequel to The Sitter,
0: his sickest movie. I saw that in
1: the theater, actually. Oh. I think I remember thinking it was kind of. Didn't you see it with me, or was that somebody else? I remember I seeing it, it in, in the Dedham movie theater.
0: I don't think that was me. Wish Might it have been was. my brother in law. Dope. But, yeah, the. The Jerry Garcia movie. It's also written by that famous biopic duo. It's Karaszewski and something. Hmm. I can't remember the other guy's name. But they know. they wrote Ed Wood and People vs. Larry oh, Flint. Okay. And a couple other movies I can't remember. They're like the biopic guys. When you need to really bang out a classy script, they I wish I could remember the other ones they did. They'd did at least two other really good ones. But I think most biopics kind of stink. But
1: Not my favorite Jonah genre, Jonah Hill yeah.
0: as Jerry Garcia, directed by Scorsese, written by those guys. Sounds like a fucking home run. And I'm in. <laughs>
1: A lot of bad news for Travis Scott this week. Not to like bring him up every single week, but he had like so many things go wrong. What happened? I mean, well, you all remember the Astro World Festival. All those people died. The death toll is now up to 10. One of them being a nine-year-old boy. Apparently, Travis is just sequestered in his home and has not left. Oh, no. Nike paused the release of two new pairs of sneakers that were about to come out. That's a um, fucking tragedy. A lawyer is coming after him with a 2 billion dollar class action lawsuit representing 200 people and oh. McDonald's dropped him entirely. Like the whole like future Travis Scott collaborations are done. Wow. You no longer have a meal. Yeah. No more meal for you. <laughs> Pack it up. They're actually coming out with the Kyle Rittenhouse meal. Oh. <laughs> which it comes with uh, some like well done burgers and uh, yeah. a lot of ketchup. And a very dangerous uh, Happy Meal toy. Mm. So be careful. Yeah. The Happy Meal
0: toy is a live round mm. for Alec Baldwin.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll order one of those as long as I can get. My crisp, uh, large Sprite, like I like so much.
1: Do, I got some Sprites down here. I might crack one open myself.
0: All about that fountain soda, especially at McDonald's. It just uh, yeah. something special about it.
1: I would, one of my clients who is a weight loss client, not like directly, He he's like lifting and getting strong and he's actually getting super strong and like in great shape, but he's, his diet is shit. And we it's to the point where we almost laugh about it. He was like, Yeah, the other night I had a couple of drinks and like we swung through McDonald's and I was like, Oh, Jesus Christ. Hell yeah. And people love coming to confession with me about like the bad <laughs> shit they eat. And he right. goes, Yeah, I got a a Big Mac meal with an extra large fry and a sprite and uh and then after that i got also like a crispy chicken sandwich or whatever that is and i was like jesus christ dude. what
0: is like, this amateur hour like it's like oh you had the meal tell me you went around again for another spin
1: i don't know i haven't eaten like legit like a big fast food meal in like actual years i go
0: there a good amount but i get like an item and a drink i don't go like crazy I try to keep it reasonable
1: i feel like it's time like i feel like tonight's the night Might have to get a big I'd get a supersized number one Which is a Big Mac meal They don't do supersized anymore But I'd get it as big as I could get it With an apple pie And an Oreo And M&M combined McFlurry And a large lemonade And then probably like a 10 piece On the side With uh, honey mustard Solid order The 10 piece is key
0: I know those. love those nugs Love those fries
1: nugs nugs nugs
0: i had a thing about something about food i forgot it it's fine um did you see the trailer for that new rom-com starring jennifer lopez and owen wilson friends of the show
1: i don't need to see it to know exactly what happens oh wow like he's some like guy and she like gets a job somewhere she's not qualified for and like tricks everybody into giving her a promotion while like winning over the hearts of everybody as a single mom and
0: i mean that sounds dope we should approach them with a script for that movie after this one wows everybody
1: what's it called like here we go again on the cover it's just them back to back with their hands on their hips
0: how you doing it's called marry me And it's about, she plays a singer who gets like dumped before going on stage. And then he's in the audience at the concert. Like he brought his daughter and her friends. And he's holding up a sign that says, marry me. And she's watching, she sees him in the crowd and goes, okay. And so they like get married. And it's a movie about her as a singer getting married to a guy she doesn't really know, Owen Wilson. That's dumb. Yeah, it seems it's like a premise from the '80s. It's almost charming how like old school it is, and like when you watch the trailer, it looks very like silly and yeah. Just Um, the fact that it's them, I was like, this is a good duo. J Lo and Owen Wilson, they they were kind of working for me at least in the trailer.
1: They, I don't dislike J Lo. I actually think she's awesome. Like she's not good and everything. We've and they've done this on the rewatchables, and I know we've done it too. But that being said. Out of Sight is a great movie. I know you don't love it, Mm. but it's awesome. And she's awesome in it. Yeah, And that like, it was almost like she met Ben Affleck during that time.
0: My Ben.
1: And like, it went from her being like this blockbuster musician slash, you know, A-list actress to them being Ben and Jen as a couple. And they both just like ruined each other for a month, a year or two. Mm. And then she became the woman who like makes bad music and gets married to everybody or gets engaged to everybody. And then she was just like with a rod and that was her identity. And, and it was like, she had so much more to give. Like she's fucking awesome. And she just got swallowed whole by like the media.
0: I think she's a way better actress than singer. Yes. Or artist or whatever, whatever she does there.
1: Her music is like mostly just auto tune and production and whatever. But and
0: she's and she's in enough stuff where I don't think of her as like a recording artist turned actor. <laughs> right, she's just good. She's just JLo. Lo.
1: Yeah, I mean, she was good in I'm I know J Lo. She was though. good in the movie enough. Funny enough,
0: <laughs> enough.
1: And she was good in the cell. She's good mm. in um. I just said it out of sight. Yeah. And then she did like a hundred goofball rom-coms of like a fish out of water who has a heart of gold and like figures Mm. it all out at the end which is just such a shitty genre and she just was it was almost like she was in Marvel movie jail where it was like well these are the type of movies I can make and this is where I'm going to be for a while and it's just boring it is so I don't know that's my stance on J-Lo I guess I'm a J-Lo fan mostly because she's connected to Ben Affleck but either way I think they're both great and I like them together Friends of the show. Family of the show, actually. And speaking of family, did you see
0: that Delroy Lindo has been cast in the new Blade movie alongside Mahershala Ali?
1: Mahershala as Blade is actually finally happening. Yeah. They teased that like 18 months ago.
0: Although I think it'd be cool if Delroy played Blade <laughs> in the same. <laughs>
1: Mr. Lovejoy. Yeah. I love Delroy. He's like, incredible. I liked Du 5 Bloods based entirely on his performance. And that's not even my kind of movie at all. And I don't. I was like, admittedly, I don't love Spike. I think just he was awesome in that. Yeah. I think he's great. He's great in Get Shorty. He's great in Gone in 60 Seconds. He's great in Defy Bloods. Like none of his, I can't think of any of his classic movies off the top of my head just because I'm an asshole. But I just I really like him.
0: Yeah. He's one of those. He's like a, he fills out a lot of casts. He's like a that guy who pops up and you're like, oh, good.
1: He's in this. He's like the black Nicholas Cage or something, but like that's not true because Nicolas Cage is such a leading man. I feel like Delroy is the kind of guy that like could have been if he were a little more handsome, he could have been on Denzel level. I know you don't famously you famously don't love Denzel, but if Delroy were a little handsomer, he could have had a bigger arc, you know, as a as a leading man. Yeah. I think he's got the chops. Right. He absolutely has the chops for it and
0: what about that taylor swift jake gyllenhaal beef do you want to weigh in on this for the fans i'm gonna
1: say that i never listened to the song and i never listened to the re-release and her music is okay at best wow and she should fucking get over it because it's been a decade yeah i love how you're in your 30s grow up
0: yeah like what what are you doing with this
1: legitimately like i get that there's a market now and that that's your your thing and you have your fans convinced that it actually fucking mattered. But they yeah. dated for three months.
0: And yeah, it's like, for people who don't know, she's like re-recording all her old albums to get the rights back or away from some label or something like that. So so she re-recorded the song that was about him when they dated years ago. And what did that like reopen the wounds? Like re-recording the song? Now it's like, I'm mad about it again. It's like, why is this news? I didn't. I didn't get it why it was happening.
1: Yeah, that stinks. But. I am just, I'm I'm, very uninterested in her and her takes and her opinions. And I'm sure that like 10 years ago, if you want to put a, put my relationship to Julia, my girlfriend, 10 years ago under a microscope. I do. From both perspectives, we both look like assholes. Mm. Probably her in particular, but me too. I definitely wasn't trying. You too? Me too. Believe men. <laughs> Believe all men. Hashtag. Wow.
0: And yeah, in honor of International Men's Day, I'm going to side with Jake Jalen Hall on this. Agreed. Team wow. Jake, everybody. Sam, edit all that out. Never. But uh, that, I think that's all I got news-wise. All right. Maybe we uh, take a break. Watch the new Lin-Manuel Miranda Netflix original. TikTok boom.
1: I... Can't think of anything I'd want to watch less than that. But
0: he, he loves the idea. I'm in. We'll be right back. We'll be right back.
1: It's called a T square. <laughs> And <laughs> nobody builds walls better than me, believe me We back <laughs> Oh good for you You over a laugh <laughs> I, yeah. went, I haven't heard any of these drops in like a year I forgot I had half of these They're fun I like the one that says shampoo Shampoo <laughs> <Sean Paul.
0: laughs> What the fuck
1: I hate my father, I hate my life, but I feel
0: great, man. I fucking spent last night in fucking Soho. Over here.
1: So, we just watched that last night in Soho. Yes,
0: folks. The new Edgar Wright joint. Now Edgar. in theaters and on iTunes for a juicy $20 rental. Buh. Can we talk about Edgar Wright for a hot moment? Can we? We can. Sure. <laughs> the... One of my favorite directors. I what? What do
1: you like about him? May <laughs> I ask? Fuck. And his fishy handshake. Oh,
0: yes. You famously served him somewhere. No,
1: I met him when I was Ooh. in before I was bartending. Uh, radio sales gig. Here in Boston, and he, Mate. Michael, Sarah, and um, Jason Schwartzman were promoting- um, A powerfully awkward trio. <laughs> fucking the video game movie, Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. Yes. Uh, Scott
0: Pilgrim versus the world, excuse you. Okay.
1: And um, I shook uh... all three of their hands, and it was like running my hand through like the assembly line of a sponge factory. Yeah. You think they're sponge worthy? Uh, I do not. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, just speaking, you brought up Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Big fan of that movie. And his other movie, Shaun of the Dead, which I've gone on the record as saying is a perfect movie with no fat on it. Stand by that. Hot Fuzz is fun. Uh, Baby Driver, his most recent one, that's was like his biggest box office success, I think is kind of average and not his best.
1: Hmm. What did you think of Baby Driver? The car scene or the car chases in the beginning, yeah, I think, make it my favorite of his movies. That's but the, I'm not an Edgar Wright guy.
0: That's the problem with that movie. The opening chase is so good that the rest of the movie is just kind of like weak compared to it. You're kind of just
1: hoping that'll happen again.
0: Yeah, it starts so strong and then the rest of it is just like, yeah, this is okay. It's, you know, got some good songs. Like this movie, Edgar Wright's a big... Uh, needle drop guy Mm. overflowing with cuts yeah i mean
1: he's undeniably talented and this was just a little too british for me mate i what you mean bro i liked it what are you going on about too british for me i was having trouble understanding people were you chuffed up about it a little bit i'll stop and uh i don't know i just like it was like he was sort of biting a few different directors. Mm. A little bit of Neon Demon in there. Some just,
0: Winding Refn. Yeah, he was going like neon light crazy in this movie. Yeah.
1: I still never know how to say Nicholas Winding's last name, the Reffin part. There's no way the N is... I think it's probably Rain or something, right? I've heard someone
0: say Refn, so I just go with that.
1: Someone who matters? It doesn't matter. If, if it was someone legit, then I'm going with it. But other than that... And I this, don't know. It this just, was
0: pretty British. That is a fair critique. I... uh I'm inclined to agree with that. But yeah, his early movies, like, he has this really fast-paced, like, editing style and does a bunch of, like, zooms. And he kind of didn't do that for the first time in this movie. He's trying to, like, branch out and... Mm. Do something kind of new, which is commendable. Yeah. You like to see it,
1: you know. I thought it was pretty cool that he gave Kevin Spacey a really big part in this too. <laughs> yeah, like just throwing that olive branch out there. You know, I think it's great that uh, you know Kyle Rittenhouse gets acquitted. Kevin Spacey's acting again. Like all is right mm. with the world. You know,
0: it's all happening. Yes, and yeah the the main girl in this, Thomas and Mackenzie, rising star.
1: Us was was trying to figure out how to spell her name, or more so me doing that, no doubt. She's
0: on Instagram, folks. Get in there. Uh, she was in Old, the movie of the decade, for people who forgot. She plays like the shy, quiet Maine girl in this movie. She moves to England for fashion school, and a bunch of wacky stuff starts happening, keeping it very spoiler-free here, because this is kind of like a twisty, wacky kind of movie.
1: Despite you being able to predict most of the twists.
0: I know, right? How about the fact I called the last shot of this movie when there was like 10 mm. minutes left? I was proud of myself.
1: Oh fuck anything that moves.
0: And yeah, it's this movie is a very like dreamlike kind of a thing. Um err. One might even say Lynchian. Um
1: err. Yes. Whoa. Edgar, you crushed it, bud. Today is Friday, November <laughs> 19th. Can you even believe it?
0: It's a Friday once again, <laughs> folks. For people don't know, uh, David Lynch does like weird posts like that, and every Friday he basically does what I just
1: did. And, the weekend uh, doesn't mean much to him, but it does really. Mm. Like it's like, dude, you're David Lynch. You're not like punching into some nine to five. Yeah.
0: It's funny, the idea of him being like a TGIF guy. Yeah. He's probably into it in like a solar system fucked up kind of way. We've finally
1: reached the weekend.
0: Yes. But yeah, this
1: movie... What would you give it? Letterboxd. One through five. Sorry.
0: Liked it. Didn't love it. I thought it was very slow at times, but I was never bored. Important mm. Important distinction. Slow isn't always bad. And I think it's like a three out of five. Mm. Why
1: did you do that, Scotty?
0: I think you were in like the two and a half.
1: Two and a half. At best.
0: Yeah, like not everything is love or hate. Like this was very, I was very just like, okay, this is fine.
1: I will never watch that again. Never? Never.
0: (laughs) I will somewhere down the line just because, you know, Scotty loves a rewatch.
1: I typically do too, but. This is not the movie to do it. Mm.
0: And it had some great visuals and music, as we mentioned. We learned that uh, that George Harrison song, Got My Mind Set On You, is not his song.
1: Nope. Some older guy.
0: That kind of like fucked me up. Yeah? um, No good? I just figured that was one of his. I've never heard anyone be like, this is a great cover. It's like on one of his albums. But that's NBD, neither here nor there.
1: Peace and love, peace <laughs> and love.
0: And yeah, a lot of this movie didn't make sense to me or maybe went over my head, but that's fine. Not everything has to make sense as long as I miss it's some stuff too. Interesting. And some random thoughts about the movie. I thought in the second half, the movie got way better and like more horror ish Keeping Mm. things vague still. But I thought the main girl was running too often in this movie. Yes. Especially in the second half. There's like nine scenes where she's just like running through London, like seeing visions. It's like, where are you going? (laughs) What is going on here?
1: What is your destination? Just running. But... And she's it's loud. And I mean, I had it cranked up. As I tend to do down here in the chill zone, mm-hmm. but it's loud, a lot of yelling and scream, a lot of screaming even, mm. which is not my favorite. The ch- ch- chill zone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't love everything about it, but got some great stuff in it, and I always admire a big swing, something very different for him. Mm. You know, didn't all work, but I think it's worth a watch if you're in the mood for like a weird. Artsy supernatural thriller type deal. I thought we did good with spoilers on this. We, didn't, we did. Yeah, we didn't we give away the the. We also the didn't thing really sell the
1: movie, so even if we did spoil <laughs> it, people are probably like, "Yeah, go ahead." It sounds boring. Perfect. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no one at home right now who heard that review just now and is going, "Wow, I'm really I'm ready to cash in on that twenty dollar rental for that fucking white hot review." I mean, Monty
0: was just about to get in his car and go see this. Monty now he's like fucked up about it.
1: Monty wouldn't pay 1999 to rent a movie to save his own life. Never. He'd just be like, take me out. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not doing it.
0: And yeah, we didn't even mention that uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is the other girl in this movie.
1: From the Queen's Gambit. Yes. For those of you that don't know actresses, actresses' names. She's uh, becoming
0: a big star. Big star.
1: She's In the playing. picture business.
0: She's playing uh, Furiosa in that new Mad Max prequel that I think starts shooting shortly. That's cool. She-shu-shar.
1: Can we talk about um, Violet? Yes. The movie of the week that I liked. Mm,
0: yes. Uh, where can the fans watch
1: this film if they're so inclined? ITunes as well as well yeah this is a directorial debut from justine bateman uh, jason bateman's sister yes who is now my instagram buddy i know you got that big repost. got a big repost from my classic like tag all the people involved in the movie and post the title screen and no one ever notices it sometimes it pays off it paid off last week with a comment too she commented on my lights which was cool
0: yeah Nice
1: compliment. She saw the lights, the uh, LEDs all around my house because I have some low grade autism.
0: Justine Bateman in on the chill zone aesthetic. We've been talking or about this. Sign.
1: We need to have our first female guest we do. on the show. It's so, looming. Justine, the offer is on the table. Oh, shit. If you're listening, because you're you've got to be a turkey head. Mm. Anyway, Violet is a movie. Do you want to do have a better way of summarizing this? I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna do it poorly. You're the summary guru.
0: Okay, let me also do it poorly. This is you know an indie starring Mm. a friend of the show Olivia Munn, who's uh, pregnant with John Mulaney's child,
1: I believe. Mm. Isn't that her bit? I am homeless. (laughs) I (laughs) am gay. I have AIDS. I'm like, is that still happening? I'm new in town. You're going to close with new in town?
0: Hey, hey, comedy. But yeah, this is a movie. It's like a, one of those behind the scenes, a movie about movies that we like to talk about so much. A movie about
1: movies. I got a meets for this. You got a fucking meets? Hit me with it. Adaptation oh? meets the female brain. <laughs>
0: Holy shit I can't believe you just brought up the Whitney Cummings <laughs> written and directed like Hulu or crackle original that only you and I have even seen. You know you've seen it. Of course I have, but I mean no one listening to this has no that one being with said any self-respect. That's has seen the that. meat. Okay. It's a
1: movie about a woman mm. who hates herself and she's an actress trying to figure it out out in Hollywood. And like going through the motions of like living life on those Hollywood terms in the sense that everybody's disposable. Mm. Every person is the next, the next rung on a ladder. Even if you actually love somebody, it doesn't fucking matter if they can't get you anywhere.
0: Yeah, like it's good at being really scathing where they yeah. show like what a dickhead all these characters are working on. A, I just I loved project. it, man. I thought it, yeah, like, it, was good. it
1: just looked really cool. I love the way they mix the audio. It's like a lot of Olivia Munn close shots with voiceover in the head. That's where like my adaptation meets comes from. That's a good
0: call. Yeah, they did this really cool artsy thing where, yeah, her inner monologue is like this very creepy, almost like horror movie voice that starts talking whenever she starts panicking in like a social situation. And then the screen will like get more and more red. And then sometimes text is on the screen. It sounds like a lot, but it, it all was, was working for me. I could have
1: done without the text, to be honest, but it did provide context at times because it would be like articulating some of the thoughts.
0: Yeah, a couple of times it went on too long, and I was just like, is this gonna be like every scene? But some movies. And yeah, like a bunch of weird interconnectedness? Yeah. The interconnectedness. Dexta. But, um, what uh, do I? I thought I had more notes about this fucked up movie. Yeah, like, there's a great scene with, uh, this guy that she works with getting mad at her when they're in a meeting with a director when she's trying to pitch something. And she tries to, like, keep playing it cool as he's, like, flipping out at her and be like, like, oh, this is what she likes to do. She's, like, a whore for this fucking. The you know British the scene guy I'm talking about. No, the. Uh, I'd have to see it. We're, uh, there's a scene where like the guy wanted to go over the casting for the movie, and she's like, "Let's look at this first. and he gets like unbelievably angry. Oh, the and, bo-
1: the older boss. Yeah. When he's oh, when he's yelling at her in front of the whole office.
0: I think it's just they're in front of a director. Oh, yeah. okay,
1: yeah. There's that's the scene before that, and then it gets yeah. to the one where he's yelling at her in front, and he's like, "We, oh, have, yeah, he's yeah. like, well, we're, we're gonna spoil it. it. I don't want to spoil it, but." Basically, it's she's like a cog in the Hollywood film machine. And she's Mm. fucking miserable. And this is like what goes on inside of her head. And I imagine many people's heads. I myself do not have an inner voice like that. Do you?
0: I don't. I was actually thinking that when watching that. Because that's in a lot of movies where it's like...
1: Lucy does.
0: I'm listening to the voice in my head. And it's like, I guess there's a voice in my head, but it's just me. It's just, you know... If that makes any sense. The
1: voice in my head is sort of just like picturing instances. I'm not really like putting words. I don't even know how to describe it. Every now and then I'll have moments where I think of something to say. Mm. Usually that's just like a bit. Mm. It's not really like in this movie. It's like there's another it's almost like another personality and they're arguing with each other. Yeah. My mind is not that way.
0: And yeah, sometimes it's like, yeah, like is that a voice or is that just a thought? Like, it's... Right. This is a, a tough thing to talk about. And, yeah. Great it's, movie about movies. As I mentioned it's earlier... called Violet. I threw it on in, like, the wee hours of the night, expecting to fall asleep or just not finish it. And I loved it. Sat there, watched the entire damn thing.
1: <laughs> Isn't that nice? It was That's lovely. Nice.
0: And... Let's have a change of pace real quick because I'm going to sneak in a little rapid-fire turkey trilogy. I'm 37! If you'll indulge me in Scotty's Turkey Corner real quick. Okay. Because these movies... Speed round. Yeah, they don't deserve too much. But I just want to mention how fucked up they are. I watched Jungle Cruise, which is now available to rent, or not even rent. You can just watch it if you have Disney+. Yo, tell me what! It's no longer the uh, $30 oh, add-on rental it was Jesus. when that first came out. Was it 80s. really $30? Yeah. And I, when it's I was revolting. watching this, I couldn't help but think, if I spent $30 to rent this movie, I'd fucking be depressed for two and a half years. That's such a
1: remarkable sum yeah. for like some guy's kids to not pay attention to it. Yeah,
0: and this movie sucks. It's trying to do like a Pirates of the Caribbean type thing, but it's just... The rock on a boat in a jungle zip zapping around he's terrible in this I know I hate him but like he's truly awful in this movie and his chemistry with Emily Blunt doesn't exist because he doesn't have chemistry with anybody and it's a jungle snooze got him and this movie wastes Paul Giamatti and Jesse his time which is criminal but don't worry, a sequel's on the way. Because I don't know why.
1: God, this fucking song sucks. I'm going to play it to the end this time. Okay. Extreme Mama. Oh, you mean your new collab with Under Armour, you fucking shill? Ha. Ha.
0: Yeah, I certainly hope that was one take. Fucking sucked. Whew. Um, But yeah, don't watch Jungle Cruise. I mean, obviously, but I watched it just to see how fucked up it was, and the answers vary. I watched Shang-Chi, which is also now available on Disney Plus at no extra cost. This wasn't as bad as that. I think it has two action scenes that are truly dope and make the movie worth watching. But the rest of it's kind of a fucked up mess and features too much Aquafina.
1: Yeah, I have zero desire to watch that movie. I said last week that I'd consider it because it's like there's the appeal of anything new. I'm like, oh, well, it's new.
0: There's two scenes that are like, they're fun. But, you know, then there's a lot after that. How much would
1: I dislike this?
0: I can't imagine you'd find anything to enjoy about it. And the main guy is kind of a... A could ya? He's kind of, yeah, maybe even a should ya. He's just like a really dull actor for the lead of one of these Marvel movies. Mm. And That's why they like lean on Aquafina too much. And she's just the pits. And I also watched Home Sweet Home Alone, the <laughs> Home Alone remake, also on Disney+. You had a tough day last Saturday or whenever you yeah.
1: fired all those off.
0: I don't value my own time. no i get that i don't either it's okay (laughs) this was so bad i don't think i like movies anymore do you want to change the entire
1: (laughs) we retooling over here
0: yeah we got to change everything about this podcast (sighs) because
1: okay um spitballing here uh vin and hank the show I mean, and we go over all the current events, and we discuss them from the perspective of Hank and Vin. The news. Just the news. The current events. Sports Corner stays, and uh, oh. the book Corner stays, and that's it. Folks, brace yourself. Next week's going to be wild. We make it like an interactive thing, where okay. people can call in. But yeah, this, this
0: Home Alone, I mean, it's just a flat-out remake. It's the same thing, but... All the new people in this are upsetting. Pete Holmes plays the dad, and he's very bad. Uh, Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper play the villains, and they're a disgrace to the Wet Bandit's legacy. And Rob Delaney, I used to think was funny, watching him in this, I was just like, what the fuck happened to this guy? (laughs) He's doing like... I never... Loved him. He's doing like Air Buddies pratfalls. I was like embarrassed looking at him. It's like I know you got paid millions of dollars and you're like a famous celebrity in a movie, but this fucking sucks, and you shouldn't have to do shit this bad.
1: He's like the definition of a guy who got super lucky with like a small victory on Twitter. With a well, I guess big because he had a lot of people following him. Mm. And that blew up that spit and he spitballed from there and then he ended up on a show on Hulu or Amazon and Catastrophe. Yeah. Great show. Which somehow got three seasons. Yeah. I was Which say, is fucking nuts to me. That
0: show was great in the first two seasons. I think it maybe even got four seasons. And I remember the end of it being very weak. <clears throat> but it had its moments. And yeah, the the lead kid in this home alone movie is an <laughs> abomination. <laughs> And I don't ever want to see him in anything ever again. He was in Jojo Rabbit in this. He's a a cheeky little (laughs) British mate. Every line they give him in this is just fucking made me sick to my stomach.
1: You know what's funny is that they actually brought back the kid from Home Alone three in his late thirties. Like I thought that was a nice gesture, like a little just a little nod to his career.
0: In reality, the one person they did bring back was Buzz. Who Devin does Retrea. have a cameo? It's the one like moment of lightness in a, a dark slog of a turkey. How
1: big is he now? Is he like four hundred and thirty pounds?
0: He looks, you know, he's like big, but he's not like crazily so. Uh, the I, uh, I was
1: hoping he was like planetary. Did you? He was in
0: Blue Ruin. Blue Ruin. He the, pops up. And fo- stuff. They're
1: the people that made Tangerine. Or the guy that made Tangerine. The size of a tangerine.
0: No, that was from a. Uh,
1: the Florida Project. I'm like mushing together know, yeah. every indie movie from 2009 <laughs> into one.
0: My mind's turning to fucking soup over here. But yeah, uh, I probably shouldn't even have to say this, but you don't need to watch Home Sweet Home Alone. No? It's not good and quite bad mm. also.
1: Yeah, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. I never wanted to watch When you mentioned you were watching it, I was like, that'd be funny if we both watched that reviews-wise, but I can't do it. hmm um, what else and there's a twist but like
0: for a lot of it it's like I was mad at the kid because <laughs> the way they do it it's like no you fucked up like these villains are right and this kid is like a terrorist <laughs> and then they try to like change it at the end the movie pissed me off I hated everything about it
1: uh, Home Alone uh, 2 as I've said and I gotten got in the producer- I-, I said it last week and I'm gonna say it again Home Alone 2 is the superior film
0: I agree. Same movie, but better. Yes. It's just souped up to the extreme.
1: Are you live over there? This is live, yeah. You going I have, live? What I believe just my cousin, Zach, is is in the room with us. What up, Zach? And then one of uh, Rion's friends, Michael. Hey, Michael, if you're still here. And uh, that's it. Hey, now. Now no one. <laughs> so so I, I, I really am happy that I did this for, I know. for no one. Going live is uh, like panic-inducing because... Cause then when nobody joins in or when people just leave
0: yeah and then when someone does join in the person who went live is just like oh hey you you're here and then they get right it's too much pressure because then it's like oh they're just talking directly to me this is just like a fucked up phone call you know it's going good exist.
1: when instagram keeps saying hang on we're telling more followers to join your video <laughs> like hey instagram uh it's cool they're not coming
0: Yeah, anyone who goes live a lot, I unfollow because I hate getting those little beacons
1: about it. Yeah, I don't want to see that either. You could shut those beacons off, but I mean, you might as well just unfollow the person. Yeah. It's typically people like me who suck. I'm gonna close this. No,
0: I was gonna say keep an eye on that count because we're about to start talking about the mayor of Kingstown. The new Jeremy Renner. Six hundred people just joined, (laughs) actually.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. Oh wow. One of them is Jeremy Renner. This is fucking great. Hey Jeremy, we are here to talk about your new show, The Mayor of Kingstown. Thanks for joining us.
0: Jeremy, we love your music. Why didn't you do the theme song? Jeremy, I think Kingstown is almost as sick as the town. From the movie The Town. Just in case you didn't get it. Oh shit, he left the room now too. Jeremy? Fuck oh, he's gone. Jeremy?
1: Jer! I'm gonna shut I'm gonna shut it off for real this time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now.
0: <laughs> but yes, this is to uh, Paramount plus a rage. From uh Taylor Sheridan. Who's behind uh, that Yellowstone show? That's like the- oh,
1: I realized I have fucking stupid Jeremy Renner going. I'm like doing two things at once. I'm. Did you say stupid? Hmm? Did you say stupid in regard to Yellowstone? It's a ten. May- maybe I believe you said stupid, but okay. I'm gonna correct you and say that it's a ten out of ten.
0: I think I was about to say it's like a dad show. It it's very the show much is. Everyone's dad oh, 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 is into right now. The dad show of the moment. I watched Yellowstone, then I watched Ted Lasso. But uh, yeah, Taylor Sheridan, he does Yellowstone, and he wrote a bunch of really good movies, including Hell or High Water, which I know is an Ankh favorite. It is. And a Scotty favorite. And he did Wind River. It's probably where this Renner connection was forged. Oh. And a couple other movies that I can't recall off the top of my head. But yeah, he's doing this new show. Which uh, Jeremy Renner plays a cop?
1: I don't even know what he is. Some My dad sort of- texted me the next day and was like, Are you watching Mayor Kingston? I was like, Yeah. He's like, Do you understand it? I was like, Not. Nah. I mean, it's the funny part is it's it's like a good example of this would be Billions, where it's like a very complicated oh. show for stupid people. Mm. Like, it's not that well written or well done, and it's very unnecessarily convoluted.
0: Yeah. It would probably like, go well, into the, the garbage crime genre that they talk about yes. on uh, the Rewatchables.
1: There is a cool scene where Jeremy Renner drives his car through a chain link fence and then like, pulls a gun on some cool black drug dealers and he looks super intense. And that in reality, cool, they wouldn't be that. afraid of him. But yeah. it's cute to imagine this like, five foot four aging <laughs> late 40s Irish man is intimidating to these... like. 20 something jacked dudes with handguns. Yeah. But anyway, it's, I like I it I liked it.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's kind of like a prison show. It has a lot that, of scenes yeah. are set in prison. And the the confusing part is it's called Mayor of Kingstown and he's the lead, but he's not the mayor. But the mayor is a character uh. on the show. And it's just kind of like a I don't know. It's muddying up the works. And yeah, I, I don't usually lo, love uh, quote-unquote prison shows. I find them very depressing and overly gritty.
1: I prefer so prison movies. Good. Prison movies? Yeah. That's Mario Speed? I'm a big prison movie guy.
0: Okay. I'm Top to, three prison to movies. Kid, you ever see Shawshank Redemption? That's kid? not one of
1: them. But <laughs> yes, I have seen that. My number one prison movie, I got to say it's Brawl and Cell Block 99. Oh, word. Yeah. Good answer. I wouldn't have thought of that top. Number two, Midnight Express. Oh, word. Yep. Three, I'll have to get back to you, but those are my top two. Okay. Maybe The Great Escape. Ho, ho, ho.
0: Maybe Paddington 2.
1: Paddington 1 is far superior to Paddington 2. That's another hot take that I have. That's true. People don't like that one either. I
0: mean, it's fair. They're both charming. The
1: first one's charming, and the second one I just thought was just trying to be like a... A Wes a, Anderson movie? Right, like a fartier Wes Anderson, and I'm out. Mm. Anyway, um, Mayor of Kingstown, I'm going to hang in there. It's on Paramount. Yeah. Plus... And I, sh-
0: I should mention, they have a, a two-screen experience. If you fire up the Jeremy Renner app while watching, they have all
1: sorts <laughs> of... Uh... For a split second, I was like, wait, the app is back? <laughs>
0: doing too good of a job selling them. you know
1: what I think of that app
0: uh, what do you think of it
1: <laughs> I
0: guess that's an answer it's it's the
1: main attraction
0: yes good and it truly is but yeah this isn't something so you know rush out and watch but if you're looking for like a dumb guy cop show and you have Paramount Plus
1: and you're a dumb guy or a cop yeah and if you're a cop, we salute you. We are very pro cop here at the program. And Blue you, lives matter, right Scott?
0: And if you just want to appear to be a cop, we think that's fine. Too. Right.
1: Did you have different accents?
0: You did, didn't you?
1: Hey, I have a fun idea. What you got? I know we have more to discuss, but is this? this is this is that should be doing this off air, but why how about when we finish wedding crashers, we watch The Departed again? Sure. Sold?
0: Sure. Unless we think something else, which okay. we probably won't, but if we do, that's cool. Awesome. <laughs> He's in.
1: Oh, I wanted to talk about uh, The Shrink Next Door mm-hmm. with uh, Paul Rudd and Will Farrell. From uh, friend of the show, Michael Showalter, on Apple TV Plus,
0: sexiest man alive, Paul Rudd.
1: Such a strange nominee, but yeah, Victor, Mm. I should say, not even nominee. It is. It's a a show, I should say. It might be a. Is it a miniseries? I think it's a miniseries based on true events, loosely. Ooh. uh, Set in like the '80s and present day, or the '90s, whatever. It's like recent past.
0: '90s period pieces are hot right now. Michael Showalter, he's actually, just real quick, Uh he directed that movie with Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, I want to watch
1: that. Yeah, that's that's up for rental now, too. It just came on. Yeah,
0: that's another like 90s true crime type deal.
1: With Andrew Garfield. It looks super interesting. Yeah,
0: he's doing some like different kind of stuff.
1: He's super talented.
0: Yeah, I'm a huge fan.
1: He, for folks that don't remember, most memorably i guess would i guess wet hot american summer yes would have, be somewhere you might have seen him have you ever seen the baxter the first He is a classic were, yes i i believe i own the baxter somewhere
0: <laughs> one of like my favorite bits from any movie that's uh that's a great movie i guarantee no one listening to this has heard except for maybe brian the
1: baxter if you're in the mood for like a charming indie comedy like as indie as it gets yeah like big fan of that movie um Anyway, this show, I'm surprised you haven't watched it yet. There's three, Mm. they aired the first three episodes last Friday. They have the fourth one tonight. Oh. It's Paul Rudd is a therapist and he is um, Catherine Hahn. Oh, she's on it too? Yeah.
0: Oh, I love her. Now I'll definitely watch it.
1: I mean, she enlists the help of him as a therapist to help Will Farrell, who's her brother, going through some stuff. Will Farrell. Uh, Casey Wilson is in this as well Ooh. from uh, Happy Endings. Love her too. And Black Monday. And I'm sorry, I don't think that show exists. Well, it, it's on her IMDb, <laughs> so one might say it does. Fuck. God, that show's bad. I watched the entire first season. Like, as you said before, I don't respect my own time. Yeah. I'll just, um, I'll
0: just sink seasons worth into oh yeah
1: i've gotten like nine episodes into something and gone like you know what like let's just bail on this it's even funnier when like
0: <laughs> sometimes the show gets bad and it's just like oh this this really tapered off a show like that you know from like episode two like this is this sucks and like yeah you're thinking it in like every scene just it's like-, like how i
1: feel about the dexter new blood like the second yes. episode was so bad we shut it off i'm like I think I'm going to go back in anyway. At some, I'll, at some point, like I'll get there.
0: Like I was saying, I'll finish it. But I agree, that was a, a wildly weak episode two. Yeah. Where it's like, are you, are you trying to keep people watching this? Like, Right, like, wh- how much desire do you have for people to actually enjoy themselves watching this? Yeah, like, how about some excitement? Why don't you kill somebody? Right. There's
1: an idea. Don't <laughs> just, like, do voiceover talking about your dark passenger oh. and giving everyone cringe chills. know you said think... you had a full-body shiver at that, and yeah. I laughed out loud at that text message.
0: I don't think he said it in the first new episode last week, and I was watching this one. And he was... It's a thing he used to do on the old show a bunch. It's like, my dark passenger, talking about like the part of him that wants to kill.
1: It's like, <laughs> oh, cool, dude. Well, wasn't that the name of the comic? Probably. Was the comic Dexter, or was the comic The Dark Passenger? I think it was... Monty's The Dark Passenger. <laughs> That's good. I, I think it, Cause he's not white. Yes.
0: <laughs> great. I think it was, they were books, not comics. Not that that matters. But... Like
1: graphic novels?
0: No, just or like actual books. Yeah. Like novels, novels. Okay.
1: Well, whatever. It stinks and shrink next door. I'm not sure if it stinks. I don't particularly love Will Ferrell or Paul Rudd. Mm. They both like have great moments. Like I love Will Ferrell in like his cameo in wedding crashers or old school. Kid, what
0: about that scene in Anchorman where, like, they say. Which that, scene? Like, the lamp scene, kid? 60, That's the funny one. 60% of the time. Oh, the, the uh, what
1: cologne are you going to go with? That scene?
0: Shit is fucking mad funny, kid.
1: People quoting Anchorman yeah. to me is like, I'd rather listen to, like, the sounds of the Holocaust.
0: I want people to. There's, like, nothing worse. I want people to really be sure that I'm joking there. Someone's going to pull that audio and make it sound like I'm not.
1: Like, you hear um, we got him. Yeah.
0: That'll really... Scott has got his bad taste. That'll take me down.
1: Um, it's not that Anchorman was even a bad movie. It just got beaten into dust. Yeah. It was fine like when it first came out. Anyway, um, this movie is like... Or the show, rather. I think it could be fun. There's a couple of like... You know, like there's a little darkness to it, which I kind of want to see where that goes. Mm. But it's kind of supposed to be funny, but not really. I don't know. Like, like we just said, Michael Showalter is taking some risks. So yeah. I think it's worth a watch if you don't have 19 shows to watch, like I do, but make the time for them anyway, because you just basically work and watch television, and that's your whole life. He's back.
0: Yeah, I have been putting this off for whatever reason. You're kind of selling me. I'm gonna watch this.
1: I think you'll really like it. They're, you know, they're in New York. They're Jewish guys. It's very much what? A, an indie what? Michael Showalter feel to it. They're stealing my shtick. I think you're gonna love it. How dare they? Um, I'm directing Morbius too. Can we watch 90 seconds of Wedding Crashers? Sure, sure. The TV is is updating itself at a very inconvenient time.
0: Is Hank still here?
1: Uh, uh. Uh, Woody and Hank is funny, but I'm just not in the mood for it. (laughs) Safe. Like, now, Woody, (laughs) Hmm. you better stop molesting those boys. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't molest any boys. Oh, you got me. It's entrapment. He's saying Sun yi looks like a
0: boy? What? Allegedly?
1: Okay, I'm done with the um, stuff. <laughs> Woody Allen movies, some of them are great. Yes. That's all I I'm mean, gonna say. That's my hot take. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of some of Match them. Match Points his
0: best. That is up there. I'm a huge fan of that movie. And how no- movie's
1: fucking awesome.
0: The best part is like it's the only one of his movies that you wouldn't know was a Woody Allen movie unless you knew. All the other ones it's just like there's a character who's playing him and he's just like what jeep is h
1: i'm i'm like the what's the one with larry david whatever works that one i saw in the theater same and i remember thinking like k
0: it's not nearly as good as it should be considering woody allen directed a movie starring larry david that should be like a classic and it's kind of forgettable
1: It's too hardcore. But do you want to be alone with her or not? Yes. But a few of these things in his drink and he'll be going down our door and seat for the next 24 hours. I don't want to do it. I can be this guy. They're negotiating whether or not to give the antagonist character played by Bradley Cooper diarrhea with ice or eye drops laughing. in his drink. Give me the eye drops. Give me the eye drops. I'm going to go star in a movie with J-Lo. Excuse me. I think Christopher Walken's gonna die soon. How dare you? That's in my predictions of the week. Ooh, are we in angst prediction corner? Yep.
0: What else have you been thinking about? Have you been looking at a fucking crystal ball over there?
1: It, I can predict like what'll happen next to Kyle Rittenhouse and which celebrities are about to die, and that's about it. Wow,
0: what wildly specific superpowers! Mm-hmm. I love that for you.
1: Is this when she starts jerking him off under the table or has that already happened? It, yeah. I feel like that's, Feels so good when he jokes. <laughs> like, huh? I, uh, oh. I bought them from an organic scallop farm right up the coast of their Actually,
0: um, See, this uh, is why Bradley, Bradley Cooper's is a pro. Because now he's playing, and now it's the states only. In like The Hangover, he's like so playing the Vince or Owen role from this, mm. but he's he's uh, crushing it as sure the villain role in this Christ movie. And, like, the, uh, like, could Owen Wilson play a villain in a movie like this? I don't think probably so. not. It probably I'm wouldn't sorry, work. Yeah, that
1: B Coop's
0: versatility. The
1: Dalai Lama He's a good friend. Stop traffic. Because <laughs> when I go back to town, I'm actually going to see an orthopedist. <laughs> About what you did Stop my traffic. Orthopedist, I'm going to see a Dr. Epstein who specializes hey, in Hey, Hey, Zach, how long? Hmm. And That's a little over 90, but I wasn't sure where. I, I missed a few seconds, so I gave us a little extra. Those was 190. fun 90. Because it was a fun one, eh. I thought. What are your plugs?
0: I mean, speaking of Owen Wilson, I'm uh, continuing to withhold my French Dispatch review. I'm I'm just keeping Turkey Nation wondering. Okay. What I thought of it, keeping it under my hat until we can wait. further notice. And I don't know what we'll be talking about next week on the show. We're yes. gonna watch
1: that uh, King Richard. Yes, the Will
0: Smith. As Tell the truth. Venus and Serena Williams's father movie just hit HBO Max. If you want to check that out before next week, and all sorts of other stuff. Why don't you check out the South Shore Boys podcast? We had a new episode the other day. And yeah, shoot us an email. Enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at podcastenough and on Instagram at enoughthepodcast. And I'm on both of those platforms at skipseasoned. right wow. where can the fans find you? Uh,
1: I'm going to plug my Instagram this week because I could use a new follower. Hmm. Ankner A-N-K-N-E-R That's it Hell yeah So follow me Could Here's you the implication
0: And also Why don't you give Ank underscore fit A follow Wow And maybe visit Ankfit.com Get ready wow. for The opening of uh, The second location
1: The Newton location Is on the way We passed the building Inspection this week So giddy oh, up
0: Folks That's enough
1: have a good one. Why don't you butter. go
0: ahead and have a goo? Is Thanksgiving's is, Thanksgiving's,
1: is next week? This Thursday. Oh, okay. So we'll be regular schedule. We're here the next day. All right. Have a nice As Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is on a Thursday. Folks we will be
0: here. Get a bunch of turkeys in. That's this, our special
1: Black Friday spectacular show. Actually, we're yeah. Gonna baby. Be, we're going to be doing it live from uh, the line out in front of Ames. Yes. <laughs> So Scott can cash his check and we can buy DVDs and CDs that we don't need. Yeah, baby. Folks. Until then. Have a go.
0: Bye.